If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up and welcome back to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Friday, December 2nd, 2022, a.k.a. Jay-Z's birthday, Ooh. Eve, Eve. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Callisto Protocol's release day. And I was oh, like, that's yeah. That's I guess, yeah, Jay-Z's birthday's in two days. In two days. <laughs> yeah, we got to <laughs> acknowledge that. Point. Never forget. That one was for you, cool, Greg. Of course, I'm Tim Gettys, and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Jr. Sam, somehow I walked into the office, and it is more cold than it's ever been in this office, which is saying something, because this office is fucking cold all the time. So the, we are in the, the most iciest of ice boxes of all time, um, and the funniest thing about it is in San Francisco right now, it is freezing cold. Mm-hmm. A level of cold that I don't think it's ever been for this sustained of a duration. Uh, the last week has just been like, it, it's and just anything, whether you're inside, outside, it doesn't matter. Like, you're so cold. So cold to the point that Greg's car couldn't start today. He had to wait for his car to warm up, which I know a lot of people out there are like, yeah, that's normal. It's not normal for us. In San Francisco, so it makes no. it weird, which makes everything off track and become a disaster. Then the worst thing of my day is being here and knowing that I need to go home, which is freezing. Mm. And then being home and knowing I need to come here, which is freezing. And then in mm. between, there's the being in the car part that's also freezing. You don't get a car heater? You're not putting I on your car heater? I do have a car heater, but you know, it, it, it's like... It's a never-ending cycle. But. There's there, there was a thing I was doing in the first few weeks that I still might still do, um, where I during my lunch break I'll just go in my car and turn it on and just sit in my heater. Yeah. Because I that's how cold I was sitting in this office. It's like yeah. I need to get out. I need to get outside. I can't be in here. But yeah. Tim, you know what? It warms me up. What? To be a master? Well, to be a master. The Pokemon licensed soundtrack from the anime. I'm on the road to Viridian City. So many City. We, were, like, we were banging it before this. Come on. Yeah. And, like, you, you were talking before about the Pokemon anime and, and watching the that big final event, right? Mm-hmm. Pikachu or uh, Ash versus, I was going to say Lance. Leon, that's who it is. Shout out to Lance, though. Shout out to Lance. My boy. Ash versus Leon, how much that filled you with, like, hype and emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I've been, I've been watching the World Cup casually, right? And, like, the World Cup has been something that I've been neglecting to bring up on shows just because it's controversial this year with and fifa just in general sucks right but like with the guitar world cup there's like wild human rights shit that's going on uh that's fucking insane that said though i've been keeping up with it in my own time right because the world cup is still a huge event it's still a thing that i'd, I'd say brings the world together and it's soccer right and soccer slash football is very fun to, to, to follow let me tell you that there was a game this morning that for me, encompass that similar level of like hype oh, and excitement shit. where it is Ghana versus Uruguay, which doesn't sound like a crazy ass game, but like to put it in context, Tim, back in kindofunny.com says you're wrong. I want to say it was 2010, right? Ghana uh, reached the tournament stages uh, for the World Cup. And it's notable because Africans, I don't think in the history of the World Cup, there's been an African team that has actually won the whole thing. And so when one African team makes it through, Every like all the Africans are rooting for that team. Everybody's like, "Oh, this is the one. Let's fucking go!" And Ghana made it real far uh, in the 2010 World Cup. They reach, I want to say, top eight again. Confunded.com says you're wrong. They go up against Uruguay, really good team. Of course, they have uh, Luis Suarez. Suarez, very notable soccer player, mm-hmm. right? Very mm-hmm. good. Uh, Ghana is like on the verge of possibly winning that game. It reaches the last ten minutes of that match, and 
uh, Ghana gets a shot on goal. Suarez, again, this world-renowned soccer player, right? He's one of the best in the game. At the last moment, gets a handball to deflect it. Like the ball gets the, the Ghana gets the shot, it goes past the keeper. Suarez is like, "Fuck it, last ditch effort, bats the ball out of the goal, and that keeps Ghana from scoring." Of course, that goes to a penalty. Ghana ends up losing the penalty, and then the, the game ends up ending with a Uruguay win because Uruguay Uruguay won through penalty shootouts. This match that happened this morning, Tim, is the first time Ghana and Uruguay have met each other again in the World Cup Hell since yeah. then. And it's happening at the very end of the group stages, Tim, which right now the group stages is the stage where if, uh, each, each group has four teams. The top two teams from each group can progress depending on who has the most wins. Uh, Uruguay and Ghana are facing off against each other, right? And it is, it is the one. It is like, all right. Who is going to move on? All right. How are, are you, you about do this? to tell me that one of them gets knocked out for a second and falls down, then has a vision of all the previous members of the team kind of helping him and inspiring him to come back stronger and ever and kick the final goal? Tim, I'm going to tell you that Uruguay scored twice in the first half and it was not looking good for Ghana <laughs> is what I'm going to say. Right. Ghana didn't end up scoring. Ghana didn't come back. Mm. Ghana, though, did play a fantastic second oh, half. Yeah. They killed the second half in a way where I was like, you did the damn thing. Good. Right. Job. You did the you damn thing. Up. And here's the twist, Tim, is that in the group stages, for the last match of the group stages, uh, there are two matches that happen at the similar time, right? It's the last two matches of your group are playing at the similar time. And what happens when there's like a tie in the group stage in terms of the overall points, it goes to then goal scored. Uh, Uruguay was leading by the end of the match, 2-0. What happened in the other match is that there was, a, there was an upset. I believe it was uh, South Korea versus Poland chat. Again, Poland, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, South Korea ended up winning. And because of the score differential, Uruguay needed like one more goal to maybe make it pass into the tournament stages. 2-0 was not enough. They needed 3-0. Oh and they weren't God. able to secure that at no. the end of the day. So both Uruguay and Ghana got kicked out. No! So Ghana, Ghana lost. They lost the battle, but they did not lose the war because Uruguay is still fucking out of here. All right? Take <laughs> that, Suarez. Is saying, Take uh, that. Portugal. Portugal. Sorry, not Poland. Portugal. Thank you for the correction. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a great morning watching soccer, watching football. There you go, it. everybody. Go watch the World Cup. Or don't. I don't know. What, Maybe don't. What, what, I, don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm not going to be watching it. It's one of the things where I'm watching. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But also, like, it's soccer. It's the World Cup. Like, it's a, it's a whole big thing. I, I saw a picture of an American soccer player, it seems to be. Or football player mm -hmm. wearing a sh one of those soccer shirts sorry football shirts just call it soccer. and then he rose he like raised his shirt and underneath the shirt he said it's soccer yeah uh, I, I, I love it because like I, america is so shitty like we're such a damn <laughs> shitty country and <laughs> the way that we rub it in because this country usa does not give a fuck about soccer except for the people that do give a fuck about soccer mm -hmm. right and that's the thing is when we're winning in the world cup we find every single way to like tr be obnoxious about it and it's fucking awesome. It's the most American. It's the most American thing. This is the one time of the year where I get any sort of patriotic. I'm like watching USA play. We get a tie with England, and I'm like, good enough. And I'm saluting. And I'm like, take that, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> take that, take Gary, Gary Winner. Today's stories include the Callisto Protocol reviews popping, game awards teases dropping, and more. Oh, I like that rhyme, Bless. I hey, know you did that just for it. me. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We come at you with all of the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get things wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, if you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or search your favorite podcast service for Kinda Funny Games daily, and we'll be right there for you. Uh, remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kindoffunny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be part of the show, you can head to kindoffunny.com slash kfgd to 
to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get you the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. So many bonus shows, including kind of feudy, including the shit list. Some of my favorite pieces of content to do here are kind of funny. Um, a little housekeeping for you. Kind of Funny Gamescast is up. It is our Callisto Protocol review. It's up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, the Dead Space creator and Striking Distance Studios lead, Glenn Sh- Schof- Schofield, Schofield. Schofield uh, is coming to stream. Greg got in my head about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, to stream the Callisto Protocol with us on Twitch and YouTube at 11 a.m. Pacific. Come for Mike and Greg trying to survive the nightmare. Stay for the gruesome in-game deaths. And thank you to our Patreon producers, Delaney Twining, 1UP Pest Control, Gwinnett, Brian Cheney, Alex Gradle, Jason L., the nanobiologist, Derek Garrig, Donald Eccles, and Jason L. Thank you all so very much for your support. Today we're brought to you by Chime, Shady Rays, and Mint Mobile. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We got 10 stories today. A Baker's Dozen. There we go. Story wow, number. That, that sounded just like the Switch commercials. Yeah. That snap. That was perfect. That was some, a perfect echo reverb in here. Oh, that one hurt. Oh man, I hurt both my hands. Oh, I snapped man. so hard at her because it's, it's cold. Because cold. Cold my here. hands are cold. You guys, hold on. I know we're going off the rails already a little bit mm-hmm. on this whole thing, but this is important. I bought fingerless gloves yesterday, and I just the tips of the fingers, Why? just the little tippies. Why, Why would you do that? Because I'm so cold, bless. I can't focus. I'm, I'm out there trying to. I'm doing my business calls. My hands are cold. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do business emails. My just hands use are cold. Regular gloves. But then my typing is inhibited. My my nose has been running for like the last month, I'm sorry, and I Tim, thought but you just got to learn how to type with gloves. I thought that my nose has been running because of my cold that I had weeks and weeks and weeks ago at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. and now I'm just realizing that it's just fucking cold in here, and yeah. that's why that's what's causing I say, it. Like I I know that like the whole thing with uh, San Francisco, right, Tim? You know this because you grew up here. Um, San Francisco, October. That's our uh, that's our summer. That's mm-hmm. when we get the heat. Is the yeah. month of October, and then December we get a little bit. I feel like this December. And like the last week uh, at the December. end of the November, our our winter has been colder than ever before. Oh yeah, consistent, undeniably, to the point that I'm buying gloves. Yeah, I don't you know. Like it. Yeah. Now I don't a couple like that you're couple things here. Gloves. A lot of hate. A lot of hate on fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves are cool. I'm okay, saying. It. Okay. I'm saying it. a lot of, a lot of <laughs> I, the ones I got Tim, not you cool. Don't wanna, you don't want to. You don't want to die on this hill. I, I, I Tim is that. the keeper of many cool things. Mm-hmm. I don't Thank know you. if I'm with you on the fingerless. Oh, fingerless that's the thing. I, I get it. It's okay. There's a right and there's a wrong, and mods, I just happen to be mods, five I steps ahead of the poll. game on this. Run a poll on Twitch and YouTube. I happen to be ten fingerless fingers ahead of the game on this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let me give you a tip. People are also Plus. asking. Give me a tip. You need tips Finger on those tip, gloves, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. People man. in chat are also asking, like, do we not have a heater? No. I don't even want to get. I don't. Uh, first I don't want to get. I think we do, but also we do. We okay, but we need to keep the technology in here cold. Is the thing. Yeah. It, there's a lot. There's, there's a, lot a lot of, of stuff, stuff that overheats. Like if you notice on a gameplay stream, if someone's camera turns off, that's because the camera overheated. So yeah, there, there you go. go. But I'm gonna say fingerless gloves. I don't understand why they get so much hate. And and there's there's cool looking ones. And I understand they're cool in anime. I understand. I think the fingerless gloves are so cool that I don't think I could pull them okay, off. You okay, you say cool in anime. <laughs> Who does can not translate? To, there's a lot of cool shit that happens in anime. Exactly. That if someone tries to do in real life, they look fucking. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, like you've okay? seen you've I'm seen people do the y'all. Naruto run in the anime and in real life. Guess what? In real life, you look like a fucking dork when you do the Naruto. That's run. what I'm saying. I know That's because I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. I'm just saying we all decide. We all agree that it's cool. In the we anime. just can't pull it off. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see right. next week. They don't come till Sunday. Uh, story number one: Cluster Protocol review roundup. Metacritic seventy six. Open critic seventy six. First review: Blip it. 
little snippet blip that we're going to read here from Tristan uh, Ogilvy. Ogilvy uh, at IGN. I'm Seven. guessing. I don't, I don't know that for oh. sure, by the way. Okay. <laughs> you just got to say with enough confidence, nobody will question you is what I've learned. Uh, oh, they'll, they'll question. <laughs> the Clista Protocol is a supremely atmospheric. Sorry, they're at IGN. Uh, Clista Protocol is a supremely atmospheric and action-heavy tour through a spectacular slaughterhouse set in distant space. Its largely linear design makes for minimal backtracking, meaning it trims the fat while leaving no shortage of bone and grizzle to rip and tear. However, it also betrays its survival horror roots by regularly tipping the balance of power too far in favor of the player. And while there's plenty of murderous fun to be had using giant grinding mechanisms to make mulch out of mutants such cheap thrills come at the high cost of puncturing any tension and dread that the tremendous art and audio design work so work so hard to invoke aside from the meaty melee combat there's also the overriding sense that there's not a lot here that hasn't been done before and there's disappointingly little to do once you've beaten the campaign thus the Callisto protocol is a satisfyingly gory spiritual successor to the dead space series but it's ultimately more of a striking modern mimic than a scary new mutation Yo, shout out to the poetry of that review. Sometimes yeah, I, I feel like writing. people try a little too hard. This is the right level IGN of trying, lately, Tristan. they've been in their Duffy. Good shit, Tristan. Good shit. Vicky Blake at Eurogamer recommends Callisto Protocol. Perhaps notably of all, what it lacks most is Dead Space's cloying atmosphere and thrilling story. I don't suppose it'll matter to some. The Callisto Protocol gets so much else right. It feels little... It feels a little churlish to complain about it, but it's something to bear in mind if you had to choose between Callisto and Dead Space's upcoming remake and value storytelling above combat. Ultimately, the Callisto Protocol's frenzied action and brutal battles have still impressed me in all the right ways. Drawing on all that makes Dead Space brilliant and building upon that impressive framework. No, it hasn't got it all right, and no, it's not anywhere near as scary as I was expecting, but if you, like me, are coming into the Callisto Protocol thinking it's a shallow facsimile of Dead Space, well, not quite. And uh, Wesley LeBlanc at Game Informer gives it a 6 out of 10, saying if you wanted anything more of this second crack at making a new sci-fi IP in survival horror or something markedly different that acknowledges just how far gaming has come since 2008, the Callisto Protocol is not your answer. Wow. Um, and then Kind of Funny, we gave it a 4 out of 5 on the Kind of Funny scale. We did. Um, unanimously. Bless yeah. Mike and uh, Greg all gave the, the same review. You can check out the review right now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Yeah. It's been interesting to see reviews pop because, one, the reviews are very mixed. They're very all over the place, right? Anything from GameSpot even gave it a 5 GameSpot out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 5, I see. Yeah, yeah. I've seen things up to, like, you know, 5 stars, 9 out of 10, like, those scores as well, and everything in between, mostly things in between. Uh, and I've never felt so out of touch, right? Playing a game, playing through a game in a review period, and then seeing reviews pop. Usually for... For the games that I feel like I am more on the positive side on, or even more on the negative side on, I can kind of see where people come down. Like something like Stray, where I gave Stray a three out of five, right? I can understand why people will like Stray more than I like Stray, right? I can understand the the level of quality that, that game is bringing from like real building, visuals, all that stuff, right? And especially like in the tech of how you make a cat look so much like a cat, right? Like I can kind of I can kind of get things from that perspective, and even other games where you know something like Somerville, right? I understand why I might be, uh, I could be on the higher side of uh, the reception of Somerville. This is one where I'm like, wait, really? Y'all didn't like that game, this game that much? Because I thought this game was really, really good. Um, and I still stand by that, right? Like, I think Callisto Protocol is a game that's worth any survival horror fan uh, checking out. I, I, I think the combat is probably what's going to give people the most hang up. Seems to be. Yeah. You know, like, just looking at Twitter today, it seems like the people that just did not like the combat, which I think is, uh, from how you described it to me, not what I expected and surprising. It, you, surprised you described me as well. it more as punch out like as opposed to uh 
what we expect from a survival horror type game. So it's like, that is an interesting thing that I can see people being like, I do not like this. Yes. Or and, liking it. Yeah, and that's the thing is, my my enjoyment of the combat, I think, comes from how fresh it feels. And also, how much... I think it gets done in terms of going what it's going for, right? It is with every combat scenario, reading the room, figuring out, all right, like I have four people, I have a spike wall here, and I have this many bullets in these guns. How am I going to approach the scenario? And getting into it of, all right, I'm a con I'm conservative in my ammo. I'm going to make sure that I am not shooting as much as possible. So I'm fucking like lining enemy enemies up, going for the dodge, 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 hit, 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 dodge, dodge, grip, throw you into a wall, right? And rin rinse, wash, repeat. I like that process. I don't think it's a perfect process. I think there are so many ways in which the combat system can grow, but I do enjoy the combat system. I had, well, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, the world building, the, st the story I th I'd say is good, right? I enjoyed the story. It's not the best survival horror story or anything near that, but I think it, the way in which it builds the sci-fi world of Callisto Protocol is actually pretty interesting, and I like the places where it went toward the the uh, the end of it. The uh, character performances I thought were pretty good. I like I like I like the game visually, right? I like the uh, graphically and fidelity wise. I think this is like, maybe I would say this is one of the best looking games this year, right? Especially if you're playing on PS5. I did see, and we're we're gonna talk about this in a second. There are some hangups on PC, right? You might want to avoid the PC version of this game. Of course, I played the PS5 version, so I didn't run into uh, any of those technical technical hiccups. Technically, I I'd say this game for P on PS5 is pristine, right? And that was another thing that hit me as well. The atmosphere in this game is so thick as well. So like, it's one of those things where it is, you know, art direction, world direction combined with great fidelity made for a thing that's like oh man i love being in this world right let alone a good story let alone a good good world building and all that stuff let's get into the second story and, and uh keep going with this because story number two the Callisto protocol steam reviews suffer following reports of poor performance this comes from ryan dinsdale at ign the Callisto protocol steam reviews are suffering as several users are reporting a stuttering frame rate on pc as reported by PC Gamer, the game's Steam page currently has a mostly negative uh, rating with just 29% of the 2,800-plus reviews being positive. Uh, the Callisto Protocol is described as a stuttering mess by one user, while another commented, it's pretty hard to get immersed when the game drops frames every time you go around a corner. Several of these users also claim to be running the Callisto Protocol on high-end graphics cards, including the RTX 3080, but even then, the frame rate regularly drops significantly. Currently, I can't even walk through the opening area and turn a corner without stuttering on a 3080 with ray tracing off, said another wow. user. Performance is not good at all right now. Clister Protocol was released um, today, and only the PC version appears to have frame rate issues so far. However, and even then, it doesn't appear to be affecting every user. And that's a bummer to hear, right? Yeah. Like, for a game that... We talk about in our in our review, right? This is the first game coming out of um, Striking Distance, right? It is one of the first big releases coming out of Crafton as a publisher. Of course, Crafton being the now the publishing holder of uh, PUBG, right? And they are they are acquiring more studios and publishing more games. Callisto Protocol, I think, was supposed to be this big coming out party for them. Of all right, now we're entering this AAA single player space, and we're putting out. Uh, a game that we're hoping is going to be received as like one of the bigger uh, and finer uh, the single player action games this year, right? Single player survival horror games this year that hopefully will make a splash. Uh, stuff like this gets in the way, right? Stuff like this muddies the water uh, in terms of the reception. And stuff like this really sucks for the audience that really was looking forward to playing this game on PC because I'd say one of the main draws for me with Closer Protocol is how go good it looks, is how good the gore looks when you're cutting people up, right? Is uh, the presentation of it. And you can get that on, on PS5, right? But PC is supposed to be the place where it's like, all right, 
Let's turn up the settings. Put on the ray tracing. Put on all the shit Andy Cortez talks about. NVIDIA DLSS. DLSS baby. You know, put on, let's crank all, up all those sliders and really make this thing sing. And the fact that it runs like this on PC, that is such a bummer for this game. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to call attention to some uh, some tweets here from the Digital Foundry crew. So John Linneman um, was uh, doing a, a Twitter thread. And their, their video's out now. You should check it out. The DF Tech review of Callisto Protocol. Um, a PS5-focused piece concentrating primarily on the game, which is excellent, they're saying. Um, but I wanted to stress that this is easily one of the best implementations of ray tracing on console to date. It's rare to see multiple RT ray tracing features used simultaneously, let alone with such diffuse reflections. This game looks good either way, but ray tracing adds a ton, in my opinion. Dude, the lighting is incredible. He said, I love the game, and I'm super impressed with the visuals on display. One of the best-looking games I've played to date. Alas, there's some issues with certain versions that will hopefully be cleared up soon. I'm sure they're talking about the, the PC uh, one. But interesting that, like, in direct opposition to how poorly it's running on PC. It's yeah. like, oh, damn, it is like a technical showpiece for the PS5. Yeah, yeah, and it's it surprised me from Crafton, right? Because when I when I look at them as like the PUBG company, I associate them with PC. I would think that PC would have been their priority here, especially again for a game that is going for fidelity so hard, and that does succeed when it comes to when the when the ray tracing works on the platforms where that stuff works, right? When it comes to that being so good and being so pristine, right? Why does the P what happened to the PC version? Like I'm sure there's 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 a story there, but either way, yeah, I think that is going to muddy the experience for a, uh, for a lot of people. I'm sure that played a role in terms of where the Metacritic stands. And yeah, like I guess if you're out there and you're looking forward to playing Callisto Protocol, avoid the PC version. Like hopefully yeah. you have a, 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 the ability to play it on a console. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting. I'm not really seeing much talk about Xbox. So um, I think I I don't want to speak for Mike, but I think he played it on Xbox. I could be wrong about that one though. And gotcha. I don't remember hearing any any complaints from him, at least. Cool. Uh, story number three, continuing to to roll down the road on this one. The Callisto Protocol's roadmap has been revealed. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. Striking Distance Studios has further detailed its DLC plans for the Callisto Protocol. Uh, the studios published a DLC roadmap revealing release dates or launch windows for content, including the game's super silly season pass as well as free <laughs> updates for all players on february 7th all players will receive a free access to new game plus and hardcore modes but before i continue mike what's up hey i heard you guys might want me to uh talk about performance on xbox yeah so played you over played on the xbox. On xbox series x series x yes uh my first night at the beginning of the game i, I encountered some stuttering right it felt like the frames were just kind of janking back and forth on me throughout multiple sequences but then after my first night i played for another three nights the rest of the experience was very flawless. I mean, the game looked good. The game ran good. The Xbox version seemed to be very good on my side of things. How do you like the, like, fidelity-wise, like, ray tracing, lighting? Did that stuff hold up? Would you, you know what? I incredible? didn't really look, like, deep into the settings on that like Andy Cortez would, but I would say that the game impressed me look-wise mm -hmm. the entire time on just stock settings of, hey, I'm not going deep into this. I'm changing anything, looking for frame rate over performance, right? That was just like, I'm just going to go into this with what they have. And it seemed to run fine and play really well for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. I was impressed. Thank you, Mike. Um, then, continuing on here, in terms of premium season pass content, which is further delayed or detailed, further detailed below, the Outer Way skin collection will also arrive on February 7th. It'll be followed by the Contagion bundle in March, the Riot bundle in next spring, and new story content in the summer. So, Bless, what does this mean for you? Are you interested in any of this? I imagine the story content would be the one thing maybe tantalizing. Yeah, I don't understand why this game has a season pass. Like, that's kind of confusing. I understand 
DLC, right? Like an expansion pack or whatever. I think that makes sense. But this isn't the kind of game that I'm going to return to like month over month, right? Like them releasing a uh, new game plus in February. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not, that, that's not for me, right? I don't, I don't see myself wanting to replay this game for new game plus, uh, you know, even Greg Miller is somebody who is in that market of somebody who would replay this game for the platinum. I think he wants to do that immediately. You know, that's why I don't know if he's going to wait until that's February. A, it's a bizarre thing that I wonder, I really am interested in the, the thought process behind new game plus on how to integrate it into a game, whether mm -hmm. it's like just part of the experience that they plan, whether it's uh, a necessity for the platinum, like something like we saw with uh, miles Morales. Um, or if they're just like, Oh yeah, we're looking at it more as a bonus and reason for people to get back in and play the game at its best. So the game's out now, they're going to add all these other extra things. We're going to give people the new game plus later because we want them to be able to experience the patches and the upgrades yeah. and everything that happened since. But it's like, it's weird where I, my, just how should things work in my mind when I'm playing a game? I beat the game. I feel like the first thing when the credits end, it should say, do you want to start a new game plus? Do you want to start a new game plus? Yeah, you you game make plus. a new save file and then you get the choice of doing it again with all your weapons or not. Like, that's the fun of the video game, right? Like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it's a time allocation thing of, you're working on the game, you're trying to get it out the door, and New Game Plus comes up on the priority list, and you're like, well, we don't need that at launch, right? Like, people aren't going to be doing New Game Plus day one. We'll figure that, we'll put that in month two or whatever. But by that time, I feel like it's too late, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if there's like a, maybe maybe if it is a one week after, but of course, dev uh, development takes time, right? It takes time to actually figure out how to uh, add these things to the game. I think it's just a, yeah, a, a, a weird thing. I, for one, would prefer new game plus be there uh, at day one for the people that do that stuff because it is i i think for the ways in which your most hardcore audience plays games and maybe this is an us thing because we play games for work uh i tend to knock out games like in a week right yeah. maybe in a week or less depending on the length of the game right if it's a big rpg maybe a few weeks and by the time i finish something i'm like if I'm really craving it that much, if I if I do want to either go for the platinum or I just want to get back into the world and fucking dominate shit, just have fun with it, I think I'm doing that immediately after. Hundred percent. Like that, talking this out with you, New Game Plus should be day one, or just mm -hmm. don't do it. Just be like, this is not going to be a thing added. Like I feel like it is. That is exactly the point. We always hear about completion rates being super super low. I feel like over the years they're just getting lower and lower. From mm -hmm. anytime we've seen stats released, right? Like I remember. 25% of people running credits on uh, multiple games and the developers putting out that stat. And I feel like I've seen less and less over time even. But then on top of that though, it's like, cool. If that's true, you got to imagine the people that are playing the game the first week are the most hardcore. They're the ones beating it. They're the ones that want more. They're the ones that want a new game plus. Yeah. They're the ones that actually take advantage of it. It's it's a, it's interesting. And like, yeah, for for this game to be releasing its new game plus in February, it's a it's weird timing, and I I would say yeah either do it day one or do it with the story content for people that might be like all right let me refresh myself on what that story was do a new game plus so you have all those upgrades and you're able to play through it way easier and then you get into the DLC story content I think just the timing of February the timing of the new game plus dropping is a random thing months later has always been a thing of like oh why I don't know I'm not gonna do that I use that then but yeah I look through the rest of the season pass and it is what the outerway skin collection also comes out on February seventh again 
I played through the game. I don't. I'm not going to use the skin collection, right? In March, you're getting the contagion bu- contagion bundle. Uh, in later in spring, you're getting the riot bundle. And again, I'm like, what are those? Like, is that just more cosmetic stuff? Is that more skins for my other guns or more weapons? And if so, like, what what am I using that with? Is there a different mode? You know, like it'd be it, that's another that's the other thing is it'd be a different thing if it, there was like a horde mode or something that was like a repetitive way to play the game that I was using this stuff in. Um, it seems like this is stuff that you would just use to, to play through the story experience again. And then, yeah, in summer, you're getting the story content. And that is the stuff where I'm like, yes, let's go. I would be told, I'm totally down to play more story content in this game. In fact, I'm curious to see what that story content is, right? I'm, that does excite me. Um, but the rest of the season pass doesn't, right? I think for a single player, player game to do a season pass in this way, uh, it's kind of unnecessary, you know. I, I would, I would maybe try and condense it a little bit and yeah. do it in maybe do an update. Yeah, do an one update, update. or do it update. in do it in one or two drops. Right? Hey, first drop here is new game plus plus hardcore mode, uh, hardcore mode plus all this uh, costume stuff that maybe you weren't able to get out day one for the people that might pick up the game later on a sale or whatever. All right, cool. And then drop two. Here is the story content. Mm-hmm. Don't. I don't, I don't think you need to stretch it out over this course of time because people aren't going to return to a game like Callista Protocol like that multiple times over the year. Yeah, they're just, except they're just for like, simply not going except to. Except for the, the big hardcore fans. Exactly. I don't, that's the other, those will be there. They're going to do that no matter what for whatever they do. Yeah. Like that, we're not talking about those people. No, that's we're my talking other about how to get more people involved in things like this. That's my other question is, you know, when I'm talking about people that would do that, do mm-hmm. something like that, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and I had unlimited time in the world and I am and I have a small amount of games, right? So I am playing Mario 64 20 times. I am playing Pokemon Blue 50 times, right? I'm playing these, I'm playing GTA San Andreas five times. I can play these games over and over and over again. Do people still do that? Like, and like do, a, do a large amount of people still do that? Because I feel like people have more access now when it comes to sales deals kind of uh i was gonna say kind of for the game pass xbox game pass um uh games being just longer and more packed in with content are there people that are gonna play callisto five times in the course of six people, months yeah but they're, they're the hardcore i don't know about callisto but blessing have i introduced you to someone named barrett courtney who <laughs> plays game replays games all the fucking you're mad, time man. there are people there are dozens of us out there bless you're yeah, a bad and it's man, also not, it's not always uh, you know persona right. Sometimes it's not just always. like a you know Batman Arkham Asylum, which only takes like a few hours to do. Sometimes it's uh, you know putting sixty hours into Neon White. You know who knows? That's I'm, I'm a game replayer, like for okay. sure. But like, but, but like, even, are those old games? Yeah, but most of them are old. But I mean, as I get older, more and more games become old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, so that's the the saddest. Because I because I, I did replay Thug Two in September, yeah. and God, I will replay so Thug Two. For as long as I live. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's just how things go. But I feel like, the, the, to answer your question, I think people are still doing that when you look at things like Minecraft or Roblox. Like, just like the kids these days, are, they have different games that they just play. Yeah. But even those are games that, that have... Is different. Those are games that have limitless content. Again. But I think just games these days have limitless content to yeah. some extent. Like, there are exceptions. And weirdly, Callisto is one of those exceptions. It's the rare single-player game. That's all that it is. Yeah. It's just a single-player game. There's no multiplayer mode. There's no hints at that, right? It's just... It is what it is. It's a linear story game. So, um, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, story number four, 505 Games and Epic Games. Sorry. Yeah, 505 and Epic Games have launched a teaser site for a game awards reveal. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. 505 and Epic have launched a teaser site for a new project set to be revealed at next week's Game Awards. Uh, the upcoming announcement is also being promoted by actor Michael Madsen in a video which can be viewed below. It sees his character returning Game Awards. 
post Jeff Keeley's lost wallet. Okay, yeah, that that oh, looked yeah, weird yeah. as I was reading it. I was like, <laughs> as that? I was reading it too, I was like, where are they going with this? And I was like, okay, that makes sense. It sees his character returning Game Awards host Jeff Keeley's lost wallet to a disinterested receptionist who opens it to reveal a QR code, which leads to visit Jesus Christ. Visit Rock A City. This is the video, by the way. Barrett, Barrett has it pulled up. If you're watching this, this video. URL, I need to read it to y'all. V i s i t r o c k a y c i t y dot com. Yeah, it looks like somebody just like went like that. <laughs> so he just keyboard, like man. a cat just walked across yeah, the so visit Rock Hay City. <laughs> All right, uh, the website shows a harbor set against the backdrop of a cityscape at night. Sirens can be heard in the background, and what appears to be a police hel- helicopter can be seen flying between skyscrapers while scanning the streets. Interesting. Um, here's, what is this? Here's the actor uh, returning Jeff Keeley's wallet to a disinterested receptionist. I don't know if I've seen... Tim, has he been in anything since Pulp Fiction? Or no, not even Pulp Fiction, right? It's uh, Reservoir Dogs that he was in. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen him in anything Michael since Madsen. then. I'm going to be honest. Let me tell you. It's Friday, maybe. I don't, I don't know what's going on with my brain. I when, as, as we read Michael Madsen... I guess he wasn't Kill Bill. We read Michael Free Madsen. Willie. In my head, I was thinking Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> Yeah, for and sure. And I was like, that's not Mads Mikkelsen. I know how that's Mads, not Mads. I know how Mads looks like. That's I'm not gonna, Mads. Tim, I'm gonna admit to you, I've never seen Free Willy. Oh, Barrett. I know what me and you were doing this weekend. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Free Willy, man. Are we watching Free Willy? In Free Willy. Uh, Yo, ah, uh, I have too Bless much you, nice things to over? say. Too many nice things I've to say never, about Free Willy. I've never I've never had the inc- inclination of Man, I could watch Free, Real- Free Willy right Dude, now. It's been, I haven't seen it in so long. But I've also man, not seen Free Willy. That movie's fantastic. The the soundtrack. Oh, oh, the theme song. Don't even get me started. Okay, I had a double child. Free Willy was the, the movie about the the dolphin, right? The whale. The whale, okay. Yeah, show some fucking respect. I'm so, excuse me, I'm sorry. Willy. I didn't mean to, to do that to <laughs> Willy. Josh in the chat say, don't watch that. <laughs> Good Lord. The disrespect to my boy out here. All right? Jesus, where am I? I'm trying to figure out where my, my Michael Madsen is. Yeah, where's what's Michael like, Madsen up to? Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, Thelma and Louise, Reservoir Dogs. You know what, everybody? Before Donnie we get Brasco. to the next story, uh, I wanted to give you. But you don't have much to say about this one because I, oh. I I want to look at the website. Yeah, Can you bring the website it. back up because I wanted to ask what vibes this gives you. Cyberpunk, but not as futuristic. Yeah, this, this reminds me of uh, Real Housewives of Miami. Oh. Season four coming December sixth. This obviously must be Rock A City. Rock A City looking a little, maybe like Miami ish. Maybe like, yeah, very Miami. Yeah. You think this is gonna be an open world city game? You think you're gonna be playing as uh, Michael Madsen wreaking havoc? I have a feeling Michael Madsen has nothing to do with it. I think that that was just for the marketing, and they thought that was a good decision. So I think that might be a good <laughs> level think, of what this game. You might think at five hundred five games at Epic Games, they're like, we need we need an actor that's gonna be a hit with the kids. Mm-hmm. Let's get Michael Madsen. Yeah, Reservoir Dwarfs. <laughs> Reservoir Dwarfs. <laughs> All right, I'm I, curious to see what I, this is. I yeah, I guess I what. This is such a weird thing to say, mm. but I know motherfuckers out there are gonna vibe with me on this. QR codes always make me feel a little weird. <laughs> Why? I, whatever people, I always I don't feel like, like that. My, I don't like that my phone's camera can detect links. Like I, I like <laughs> the tech. I'm just saying that the I would I have found that when people use QR codes in their marketing. Never, it's never good. It just feels weird. That's my thing is QR code. But I don't know why. Because, like, well, I guarantee we're going to do it at some point. I guarantee. But, like, I that's my thing you. is. That is a promise to you. QR codes have a place in time that I think are useful. I 
like that QR codes are in restaurants, so I don't have to hold a menu that a million people have, hold, have held, right, and get COVID because two tables before me decided to cough and then touch this menu, and now I'm touching the menu, now I'm coughing. No, let me use my phone, phone let me scan the thing, and let me look at the menu through my phone, and also let me order through my phone. Mm-hmm. That's that's good usage of a QR code. Yeah, when, it, when a QR code is like, hey man, you saw here's a website, and then you look at the website, and then like you like there's a QR code on a website that takes you to another website, and I'm like, what the fuck are what we are doing? doing? Yeah. What are you doing? It's like this weird marketing adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Visit visit rockawaybeach.com or whatever. Rock, rock, a, rock, <laughs> rock a city. That's not a great name for a city. You got to rename that city. Just call it Miami. City. Yo, hey, 505, if you need some advice, we got it, okay? Got no QR codes. Change the name of the city. Baby, baby Go watch Free Miami, Willy. Miami, and then, you know, the leaks happened with GTA 6, and they're like, we got to get away from- We got to uh, move away from it. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Going somewhere Even though else. they call it Vice City, right? So They like, call it Vice City. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's another know. Miami game coming. I don't know. But you know what I do know, everybody? I know that you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get this show ad free, but for everyone else, here's some ads. Shout out to Mint Mobile for sponsoring this episode. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. Mint Mobile lets you order and activate from home with eSIM while saving tons on phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I've had my mom using Mint Mobile long before this holiday deal, and I have to say, now is the perfect time to switch. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5g network use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and switch easily and effortlessly with eSIM. or if you need a new device for a limited time get six months of free service when you buy a select device and plan for a limited time buy any three month mint mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash kind of funny that's mintmobile.com slash kind of funny cut your wireless bill to 15 dollars a month at mintmobile.com slash kind of funny what's the first thing you do when you wake up is it checking up on your credit score i don't think so at chime that's exactly what they do with their secured chime credit builder visa credit card you can start to build credit with your own money their members see an increase of 30 points on average so start your credit journey with chime sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score get started at chime.com kf games that's chime.com kf games the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by stride bank na pursuant to a license from visa usa chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured chime credit builder visa credit card regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve out of network atm withdrawal fees may apply except at money pass atms at 7-eleven or any all point or visa plus alliance atm so again start your credit journey with chime Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's chime.com slash KF games. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool without breaking the bank this holiday season. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 shades for a fraction of the price and a fraction of that price during their biggest Black Friday sale ever. The best part about Shady Rays is their insane protection program featuring lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, 
they told us that they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked dropped in the lake off a cliff anything if you get the wrong style for yourself or someone else no need to worry avoid the hassle and the forced thank yous with free 30-day exchanges and returns you will either love the shades or shady rays will pay to ship them back act now for the best black friday selection redeem only at shadyrays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades redeem only at shadyrays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades good morning america good story morning, number america. five hideo kojima has further teased his next game with new logos this comes from jordan midler at vgc Hideo Kojima has further teased what's expected to be his next game by hosting several logos that will seemingly be featured in the title. Uh, the director tweeted, start a new journey with an image of several logos attached. One of the logos has been used regularly as Kojima has been revealing actors that will be part of the project. So far, the directors confirmed that Shiori Kitsuna and Elle Fanning will star in the game, although the roles that, will, that they will play are currently unknown. It's believed that Kojima is currently working on at least two projects. One is thought to be a game called Overdose, footage of which has seemingly leaked online several times this year. The second game could be a sequel to Death Stranding. In response to Kojima's Twitter post, fans have been quick to point out some of the similarities between the logos and the Bridges Company logo featured in Death Stranding. See, I was going to say I can't believe that uh, the Gotham Knights uh, marketing team got Hideo Kojima to be a part of their uh, weird logo reveals. Yo, that's actually <laughs> a really solid point. This does have that vibe for sure. Uh, peep the in the replies. The first reply there is from the Game Awards with a siren emoji. Mm. Yeah. Who knows when we're going to see this game? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows where, where this game could we show possibly? Up? I guess the the only question really is like, is it Overdose or is it Death Stranding Two? And like, it's I can kind of go either way with it because like, you know, Kojima showed up at uh, Xbox's thing to announce that he's working on that cloud game. I think the idea is that the cloud game is probably over Overdose. Um, Overdose, Overdose being again the game that has been leaking and also the game that stars the actress who plays Mama in Death Stranding. I found like, I feel like I sound like a crazy person as I'm saying all this because yeah. of Kojima. Um, but I'd be I'd be curious to see that, right? Like it uh, uh, looks that it looks like that's going to be like more survival horror vibes. On the on the on the flip side, right? Looking at the logos, this does look like some of the Death Stranding branding. Um, like that thing in the middle, I think you can make the argument that that's like a bridge. Yeah, absolutely. It looks yeah. like uh, so, Robridge. Yeah. Whatever now, it is, I'm excited. Bless. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to happen. But what if Jeff pulled it off and at the Game Awards, he does with Kojima what PlayStation did with Insomniac a couple years ago? He Start with Kojima? Buy Kojima? <laughs> no, not that. Not that. Although. No, so, uh, where you start the showcase with mm -hmm. Ratchet and Clank, you end it Spider Man 2. Oh. Start it with one project. End it with start it Death Stranding to whatever it, it is. It was like that PSX where they started with uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, ended with Last, Last of Us Part, Part Two. I was in that room. That was really cool. Hype as hell. Yeah. Wait, has PlayStation done done that multiple times where they've had two games from Insomnia? Because they did. Yeah, that one was Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah, sorry, not Spider Man Two. And then Miles PlayStation, Morales. and then later on they did Wolverine and Spider Man, Spider -Man 2, Two back to wow. back. God, Insomniac is just like yeah. nonstop Crazy. with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Holy cow. So I think I think that's gonna happen. Wow. Both you think we're going to get two things. Kojima games? I, I don't think that they're necessarily going to start and end the show with it, but also, if I was producing the show. That's what, yeah, that's what you would, it's, if you're Jeff Keighley, especially, like, and you're <laughs> Kojima's best friend, yeah, like, let's, let's open and close. Like, those are going to be the big bangers uh, yeah. at the show. I'm excited for this, man. I'm excited, man. Game Awards. You're going to be there. I'm always yeah. jealous of that, but then you're always jealous of me because I get to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for next week, Tim. Tim.
Do we want to like order pizza that night? It's oh, gonna we're go- gonna order all the zombies. I'm really jealous. Yeah, are you, yeah, what, are you ordering like round table? Because so I'll all. stay. I'll stay. We'll do all every pizza place. Yeah. I'll stay One here. One pie from every place. Do you know wow. what, I, what I ordered last night on DoorDash? Every pizza place. Little Caesars. Oh, God. <laughs> I, Yo. I haven't eaten Little Caesars since 2015, maybe. Maybe I know 2014. Little Caesars is everywhere, but I feel like it's such a Bay Area like oh, uh, no. like uh, thing to like. You go down to Little Caesars. I forget what neighborhood it is, and you're just like slumming it. You're just like, yeah, fuck it. Just give me this five dollar <laughs> pizza, man. A lot of people in chat have the correct reaction, which is why gross, ew. Like, and I understand because that's that's why I've not had Little Caesars in over seven don't years. Have, don't they have the cool? Uh, what, what do they call it? Like the monkey bread or whatever, or crazy bread or something? Oh, the like crazy that? bread. Yeah, the yeah, crazy dude. Monkey bread. Like, there yeah, is the crazy a thing bread. called monkey bread. <laughs> is yeah. there really? I made that up. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Monkey Monkey Bread's uh, Squirrel Podcast has that. That's what I'm thinking of. Good. But yeah, no, they have all that stuff. But it was, I think it, for me, it was the thing of, I've been on the TikToks, Tim. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I think Little Caesars might have hacked my TikTok and hacked my algorithm. Because I've been getting multiple TikToks of people being like, eating Little Caesars pizza and being like, man, people are underrated. Little Caesars pizza is actually really good. Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) And I was like, all right, enough is enough. My my shit pizza, like, thing that i stand is the personal pizza from pizza hut okay pizza, first of all pizza, how pizza, fucking pizza. that's a, it's a personal pizza from pizza hut is great exactly yeah that's what i'm saying like i, oh, I legitimately okay. rock with that where i'm like it, it's not comparable to any other real pizza but whatever it'll put, it'll it put is, quotations around it, real pizza hella good dude it's hella good <laughs> uh, am i gonna get <laughs> is there pizza hut or not? story number six among us has something to show at game awards this just comes from twitter uh, there's a tweet from Among Us Game that says, oh no, OMG, oh god, oh god, emerge, oh god, emergency meeting, oh god, help, oh god, ah. Watch out for some huge Among Us news during the Game Awards opening act on December 8th. Uh, so that already debunks your um, your Death Stranding. Exactly, theory. exactly. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the opening theory. act, because you know how they do the kind of stream before the stream kind of thing. I they're not, they're not saying Among Us for the pre-show. Maybe. Maybe. Among, Maybe Among Us is for show content. Because... I think you, the I think there's already egg on your face, bless. Mm-hmm. Four thirty p.m. They're saying, mm-hmm. and I think Game Awards starts at five. So I think they're the I think they're already telling us that. that it's pre-show. Okay. But yeah, Barrett, can you can you I'll look at that? I'll triple check that. If they're saving it for the pre-show, that's not going to be huge Among Us news. Well, I mean, what could it's huge Among Us news be at this point? Oh man. Uh, they're adding more roles. Among Us <laughs> yeah, I love Among Us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Among Us 2, that was the thing that they used to be working on that they canceled after Among Us blew up. Um, maybe they could do, like, a big Among Us expansion, like, thing where it is, here's, we're doubling the maps. We're adding in a whole bunch of new roles. Like, here's a bunch of, like, I think it could be something like that. Of course, Among Us VR just came out. No, Among Us VR, I think, was announced at the Game Awards. Question is, was that pre-show or, or core show? So all I have on the, the website here is the Game Award, uh, Awards airs live and free on Thursday, December 8th at 7.30 p.m. ET, 4.30 p.m. PT. Okay, so um, maybe. The show airs across all major digital social gaming platforms around the world. But, like, that – I feel like before, though, they've also done that where it's like, oh, the stream starts at this time, but then, like, the first, like, 20 minutes is kind of just, like, mini reveals and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Checks uh, out. Yeah. And then they, you know, they toss out like the esports oh, awards. Oh, 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 oh. oh what's Wait, what up? Greg Miller just showed up on set. <laughs> Greg Miller's coming to DoorDash some pizza <laughs> hunt, man. Oh, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Um, I'm I, so excited about this. Do you want, are you like oh. hung up on a personal pizza or should I just get a bunch of pizzas? Uh, well, that's my thing. I, 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 I can't stand by these. I don't know. I'm down to try. You I know, mean, personal, pe- personal painted pizzas. Right I would there. like that. Can I get a personal? Sure. 
Yeah, that, whatever's on that picture looks. Are, are we the, gonna uh, order like uh, the bigger pizzas anyway? Uh, diplomacy act. Because if we're doing pepperoni diplomacy, I'll just get a pepperoni. Yeah. If we're just getting some pizzas, I don't need a personal. Thank you. I, I need to know because I haven't had one I like that Greg in is in his, years. like, uh, you know, Captain America, like, casual yeah. fit where he's, like, it's trying the not dad to dad mode. Yeah. I love it. Let me, a, co a couple things. Because uh, I forgot to mention, right? Greg, well, can, I, can I read what you texted me last night? <laughs> I, I, sorry. sorry well, go, for it, go for it. No, go for it. Go for it. I just, I just want everybody to know that I live a, a pretty stressful life. And what I mean by that is I am often full of stress. Mm -hmm. All right. So when I get a text or a call or a slack from Greg Miller anytime, it's pretty much anytime, my first reaction is, fuck, what's wrong? Right. Mm -hmm. I've just been conditioned that way. It's not good, but that's just my life. But later in the night it gets, especially these days with, with little baby Ben. All right. I'm like, uh oh, something bad might happen. Like, I, I don't even want to look at my phone right now. Mm. I get a text from Greg last night at 9.45. I can be honest with you, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Next text. Like, 100% honest. Unflinchingly honest. And I said, uh-oh. Yes. Ha-ha. And he replies, the world stopped calling penises Johnsons, and we got to be the people to bring that back. <laughs> we have the platform. <laughs> Honestly, I get it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm with him. Yeah. Like, why do you stop calling him Johnson's? It's such a good name for it. Oh, my God. Let's bring it back, everybody. I love you so much, Greg. Tim, how, how, what, what do you feel when I text you? I, when you text me, I, it's always good. Like, a text from Barrett always means he's legitimate. Something has made him think about me. You know what I mean? And it's usually something hype-related. Yeah, so then I just... There's nothing I enjoy in my life. And you, anybody that's known me for any amount of time here at Kind of Funny knows my favorite thing is sharing hype with others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, like when I, the moment I love something, I want to share it with other people. I want to talk about it. I want to get excited about it. I want to talk about our favorite moments from it. And Barrett's that guy. Barrett's all, Barrett just beat Pokemon last night. Oh, yeah. He's texting me up a storm talking about all the, like, he was marking out for Ed Sheeran. We have the number one Ed Sheeran fan, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Barrett Cordy. Oh, I didn't know fan. Barrett Cordy was, was, was Ed Sheeran. I didn't know Ed Sheeran, though, but I was like, yo, this is like, I just wasn't I had to expecting it. it. <laughs> I, I, and then Alyssa was the one who pointed out right as you texted me, and she was like, I think that's Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I was is. like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Incredible. I interrupted you a while ago. <laughs> I well, I just have I have a bullet point list of things mm -hmm. to throw out here. One, did you did I have I ever told you that I used to work at Pizza Hut? I did I was a delivery driver. No. Yes. No, I in thought I knew this, but I didn't. Yeah. I was, we need to get you on the KF podcast, man. Yeah. I mean, it's not a long story because I only, only I did it for a summer. Okay. Right? For a summer I did I delivered pizzas for Pizza Hut. But uh with that. I got. I had access to one personal pan pizza for one dollar every day. Every day that I was working. But they still charged. They you? still charged me a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> a dollar? They were like, we can't just we can't just give you these personal pan food. pizzas. We gotta, we gotta charge you a dollar. Yep. But when I tell you that I paid that dollar, and I ate that personal pan pizza every single day, and I never got sick of it. Yeah. I fucking love pizza so much that I worked there. Came out the other side and was like, Nah, man, I still love pizza. <laughs> I'm still eating this food. Oh um, God. That's love first that. and foremost. Secondly, uh, the little Caesar's pizza that I had last night, it was fine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't purposely order it again. Okay. I think I would go Domino's. Uh, thirdly, did you know that I play Among Us every Saturday with your what close friend Alfredo? Do you really? Yeah, every oh, single fuck. Saturday. Yeah, we play modded, <laughs> like Hell modded yeah. Among Us, and it is a fantastic time. Hell I can't yeah. recommend modded Among Us uh, enough. There's a mod called Town of Us uh, that allows you to add different roles, and the way in which we play is like 
pretty much every single person in there is a different role, right? There are the crewmates ro crewmate roles, there's the imposter roles, and there's like a neutral role, right? And the neutral role can change, right? The neutral role might be something like the glitch that if you're the glitch, your uh, goal is to be the last one who's surviving. And the way, and like you get special abilities where you can like transform into other people so you're like fooling other people uh, so when you're lit like killing. literally just turning the game werewolf slash mafia into the game Among Us. Yes, okay. right. And like there's another, there's another role that's literally called werewolf where you can like kill four people in quick succession, right? And like, that it it becomes so like meta heavy of all right we're in a meeting all right this person died but did they die because somebody killed them or are they the sheriff and they try to kill the the imposter but they tried to kill the wrong person and so they killed themselves instead right like it is so layered in terms of the amount like the amount of depth it has in trying to solve who's the imposter and who's the neutral role and it's a fantastic time hell Can't yeah rec are, are you streaming on your channel with that no, I might start. I, it's Do too it, much bro. work. Uh, you can watch me on uh, uh, Alfredo's channel. Go to okay. twitch.tv slash Alfredo plays. plays. Yeah, every Saturday. Hell yeah, man. Super cool. Any, any more bullets on your list? Uh, No. If I think of any, I'll throw them out. I'll throw them in the next news story. There we go. Next news story. A sad one. No mm. Mortal Kombat at Game Awards. This comes from Ed Boon. Four years ago at the Game Awards, we managed to pull off a great surprise announcement of... Ed of Mortal Kombat 11, which turned out great. Perhaps too great, as many assumed we'd repeat that trick for our next game. Thank you for the anticipation, but we're not ready to announce the next NRS game yet. Take your time. Take your time. But where are you at, though? <laughs> yeah. like, it's been a while. Yeah. Ed Boon and NetherRealm Studios, but take your time, though. A, a, bit, a bit of a bummer, because I feel like we, we expected it, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, we've said this a million times. It's 2022. We're not that far out from the entire world changing. Mm -hmm. So... I, I get it. Makes sense. I'm super excited. Can't wait for what Another Realm does next. Honestly, at this point, I am kind of. Uh, I, we don't need it right now. That, and that's you the know? other thing is that we're drowning in video games. It's not like the world is hurting for a next big fighting. Like Street Fighter Six is around the corner. Tekken Eight has been announced. We know we're getting Project L. Um, and I still like imagine that whatever Another Realm's next thing is is not too far, right? Like I would still think that we're thinking 2024, maybe if not even next year. Um, and so. Yeah, take your time. Like I'm, I'll, I'll we'll be here when you reveal it. Yeah, and I'm super excited, man. I, I feel like not to be a broken record, but what Nether Realm's doing over there is like very special, and I think that they have a a foundation that can take them that already has taken them beyond just what you expect from a fighting game yeah. of what that can be, and um, also be that, also be this tournament ready, like very community focused uh, game. Um, and mm -hmm. calling it a game even is like is funny because like I, at some point it transitions to an esport, right? At some point it's like it, there's different levels to the the competition, the balance that are necessary for it to like hit that right way. And I think they got the stuff there, but then they also have the stuff for people like me that just want to play a fun fighting game and get a fun story and like feel like there's a, a premium product out of a fighting game as opposed to just how many modes can we fit in this just to give people more yeah. things to do while they're not playing multiplayer, right? It has the it has the polish that you'd want from a AAA game. It has the polish that you want you'd want from a esports in terms of like making sure balancing is good, making sure that this is something that is viable. It has a very fun story. Of course, it has the world of Mortal Kombat, so it's inherently a fun world. And also, like they these games are exper experimentative too in the way that Mortal Kombat Eleven was the last one, right? Yeah, Mortal Kombat Eleven um, had stuff in there in terms of the different fighting styles you can give your character and customizing your character's moveset where that like actually added add, added a lot to the experience and made it a uh like a deeper thing and also made it a thing that made me not play it as much as Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat X 
Um, you know, and like that's something that I commend them for because you know, even though that turned me off a little bit, it's still a thing where I'm like, at least, at the very least, Mortal Kombat is not stagnant, right? At the very least, it's not like they're not trying things and they've settled into what they're doing. Like they totally. keep, you know, they keep trying things, they keep experiment, uh, experimenting. Even Injustice Two had interesting like um, loadout stuff that you can equip things to your character to make them play a certain way. Uh, and yeah, I think their games are are, are fascinating and growing in, in interesting ways. And so I look forward to see uh, seeing what they do with the next Mortal Kombat and or Injustice. And or both. And or. Make them fight each other. Watch and or. Uh, story number eight, Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PlayStation Xbox Game Pass next month. Logan Plant at IGN. Monster Hunter Rise is making the move to all consoles as the previously Switch exclusive game will soon be available everywhere. Uh, plus, Xbox Game Pass subscribers can look forward to Rise joining the service for consoles, PC, and cloud at launch. Uh, Capcom announced the game's multi-platform release set for January 20th, 2023, which we're so close to, Bus. So close to 2023. Uh, the game originally came out in March 2021 before it came to Steam earlier this year. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, the major expansion available on Switch and Steam, is coming to all platforms sometime next spring. Unfortunately for hunters who have already poured hundreds of hours, cross-save and cross-play is not planned for Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, this means if you want to play on these platforms, you have to start from scratch. Uh, fans requested cross-save and cross-play leading up to Monster Hunter Rise's Steam release as well, but Capcom said they were unable to implement the features at the time. Uh, the new versions boast improved performance over the Switch release, including 4K resolution, 60 frames per second on PS5 and Series X, along with 3D audio. Ranged and shielded weapons will also make use of the DualSense's adaptive triggers on the PlayStation 5. Plus, I keep thinking that we're about a month away from um, the DualSense Edge controller. Oh. Whoa. And I can't wait to hold that. Thing. I could not have told you when that came out. <laughs> like, yeah. When I thought you were going to say Forspoken, and I was like, yeah, Forspoken's coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go. All right, Forspoken. <laughs> but, yeah. Excited to, you know, do some edging, Tim? Oh, I'm going to edge so hard <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so you guys have been uh, talking about this game the, this entire story and i've just I've been holding back a rise there we That's go good good it's real good. good it's real good yeah cool love this love seeing switch games not I, be held back by switch hardware i really god damn just throwing the shade at the switch uh which i agree actually but like i can't wait to actually play this game um like it was one that i missed when it came to switch i think partly because it came on uh, out the uh, switch and also it came out just during a time I was playing other stuff. Um, but I missed the PC release as well. And it coming to PlayStation, I think, will be enough to get Greg Miller into it, which means that there is more of a chance that I play it because maybe Greg Miller will play with me. And, and maybe Kevin. And Kevin. And maybe we can I, get I into Cortez. Kevin was into World as well. Oh, yeah. 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 I've, I've, always, I've really wanted to get into a Monster Hunter game, and I've just not found my, my chance yet. And so hopefully Rise coming to PlayStation does it for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rise. Oh my god. So much to talk about. Story number nine. Star Wars Battlefront 2 for PSP looks set to join the PlayStation Plus Classics Library. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. I love that this is its own new story, Blast. Oh, I had to make it a man of story. taste. A man of oh, fine yeah. taste. You think right? I'm going to put this in new dates? <laughs> what, what do I look like? The then? PSP version of Star Wars Battlefront 2 appears set to join the PlayStation Plus Classics Library in the future. A PlayStation Store page detailing an updated version of the 2005 release was temporarily made live earlier today. While it has since been taken offline, Gamatsu republished the official overview of the game along with a handful of screenshots from some artwork other titles expected to join the playstation plus classics library in the future include ridge racer 2 dino crisis and soul Calibur: broken destiny ridge racer 2 is ridge racer 1 already there because like i who knows love there, that launch game ridge racer maybe, 1 but now the real question is what tier is it at who knows there's no there's no rhyme or reason to like the games they put on the playstation plus classics library because i i think toy story 2 might be on there but not toy story like they yeah. don't give a fuck <laughs> now now real quick I, I know we're going a little long on this but i want to tell a quick story mm -hmm. uh, about this game 
Uh, this game holds a very special place in my heart. The PSP version? The PSP version. Okay. Because um, it reminds me of one of the moments where we, the gamers, started to win. You know, we talk about it now. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Wait. <laughs> Animal Crossing sells 10 bazillion units, right? And everyone's like, yo, gaming's more mainstream than it's ever been. More people have consoles, console sales, blah, blah, blah. God of War, Ragnarok, Pokemon, Scarlet. All of mm -hmm. these things. Dripping money. Sales monies. All the things, mm -hmm. dollars and cents, all right? Everywhere. Cool to be a gamer. Yeah. Back in 2003, back in 2002, I don't remember the exact date. I was in middle school, all right? Mm -hmm. Sixth grade, seventh grade, somewhere around there. Pokemon Ruby comes out. And we're all, all of us kids trying to act like we're too old for Pokemon. We're over this shit. You know, we're grownups now. We're in middle school, yeah. oh, all yeah. right? I know that. And I remember it was me. It was me that busted out my GBASP with Pokemon Ruby. And I just started playing it. Oh, when yeah. my friends lead over, he's like, oh, you're playing, you're playing the new Pokemon too? He's like, I'm playing it at home. Next guy. Oh, shit, I'm playing too. Next thing you know, the next day, we're all trading. We're battling. We're fucking, we took over the Marina Middle School schoolyard, all right, playing Pokemon. The nerds won that day, all right? The basketball courts were empty. Not a dribble to be heard. Because we were playing fucking Pokemon, what all right? To, where are we going? I was going to <laughs> I'm like, wait, what does that have to do with, P with the Star Wars Battlefront 2? That was PSP? my moment number one uh -huh. where the gamers won. <laughs> <laughs> moment number two was about 10 years. It's not right at all. Five years later, all right? I, I was in high three. school. I was in high school, mm -hmm. all right? This game comes out. And I remember there was this big event, big school event that everyone was all excited for. And this Motley crew was like, no, we're going to fucking sit out here and all connect our PSPs on whatever the fucking Wi-Fi land situation. Ad hoc. That's what it was called. I was going to say, there was no Wi-Fi. Ad hoc. They're going to play on ad hoc. And everyone, there was so many people fucking playing this game. Star wow. Wars Battlefront 2 on PSP. And I remember, I wasn't, I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing myself. Mm. But I remember walking around, looking at everybody, being like, I salute you. I'm proud of you. Today, the gamers won again. A way that I haven't <laughs> seen since the, the great Pokemon Ruby War of 2002 <laughs> or 3, depending okay. on whenever my memory serves me incorrectly. Rise up, gamers. Rise up, gamers. <laughs> rise, rise, rise up. up. Last, you uh, asked me uh, yesterday about, about this, of why the PSP version. Because I feel like you're, you're a little torn on the version that they're bringing to play. Oh, I'm not even torn. I'm upset. Because, yeah. like, I was so excited. when you So you dropped this into the KFGD Slack, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, let's freaking go. We were, we just did an episode of Remember Blank on Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the PS2. Um, and I was like, and, like, during that episode, I was like, Barrett, we should play some Galactic Conquest. That sounds fun as hell. And so when they announced this, I was like, oh, let's go. The, the, we're getting Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PS5. Me and Barrett can do Galactic Conquest on stream. It was going to be a whole good time. And then I reread the tweet, and I saw it was the PSP version. And I was like, ugh. I'm pretty sure the ugh. PSP version doesn't have lo local multiplayer or Galactic Conquest. Well, Fuck that. Yeah. Well, we can still do Galactic Conquest, Blessing. We do ad hoc. No. I'm, no, uh, we can get an uh, Xbox. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Xbox or uh, Steam. It's on there. Yeah. On both of those. I think that's what we're going to do. Story number 10. Fuse is shutting down. Oh. Story number 11. <laughs> Story number 10. Uh, Fuse is shutting down. This is a press release. We want to thank you for mixing with us on December 19th. We will be disabling Fuser's live services and all sales of the game, as well as its DLC. Players who already own Fuser will still be able to play the campaign and quick play with any DLC they already have acquired. Thank you for your support for all the amazing mixes over the years. See, now this, ter th th I'm torn on this. Yeah. Because I loved Fuser mm -hmm. for the week that I played Fuser, and mm -hmm. then I never played Fuser again. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm part of the problem. Fuser but was a blast. Fuser deserved way better. Yeah. 
super fun. But at the same time, I'm happy. Even if they're they're not adding stuff, you can still play campaign, quick play, all the deals. Yeah. They're doing this. Which, play. honestly, it's like, good uh, enough. Cool, it's not great. like I was playing online. Yeah, anyway, exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't. This is one of those ones where I would have wanted more from Fuser, but I don't know how they can make that happen. I think maybe just the concept itself was not bound for success. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't know if there was a world where the best version of Fuser is a worldwide phenomenon. Like, I, don't, oh, yeah. I, I think it was just one of those ones where it's like, it's a cool idea. We made a fun thing. Hopefully it sticks. And it didn't stick probably as much as they wanted it to or I wanted it to as a fan. But I like this video game. Big Mike's walking in. Mike, you played some Fuser? Yeah. Did you like Fuser? Bless. I wish I was as good as you at Fuser because you were so good. Oh, thank you. But I wanted to come in and talk about it because that was also at the moment when Twitch really went hard on DMCA crackdown claims. Yeah. And that was when this game, because you were killing it, Bless, on oh, your live yeah. streams. And it was really cool of like, you're hosting your own virtual concert or Coachella. And the idea was novel of like, man, you love guitar here. You love rock band. What if we made Fuser and really mix this up for the brand new century? And then Twitch was like, hey, you can't be playing music. And then That's immediately shot that game dead in the water because at the first week or two people were like yo this is fun this is exciting you saw bless's enthusiasm i with no rhythm was trying tim i was playing just a lot of adele but immediately a week later twitch was like you can't do that and it um, shot yeah. that game down dead in the water right there so i just wanted to make sure we that's talked a good, about that's that a good call because there is a moment this game was good it just quickly you couldn't stream it with your friends mm-hmm. and i'm not ho- hosting a concert for just myself tim it, i'm it. playing the spice girls for you and Thank i you. and my mom who only watches my twitch stream <laughs> i love that so much oh my god that's so a really good call mom. i need to meet her one day i can't even imagine that is, she must be the most wonderful human being on the planet or like she's just exhausted she's like <laughs> what is it do? Both. maybe <laughs> both. both maybe both uh but man we're not going to meet snowbike's mom snowbike mike's mom for so long no we're not but if I want to know never say never. Mom and Grop shops today, where would I look? <laughs> you would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. It's a Friday. I try to do it from my head. I usually don't. I think I got it. You got in your head. You were nailing it. I was thinking, oh, damn, he's not looking at the screen. I'm proud of him here. And then you thought about it too much. You just keep talking. Yeah. That's what I Again, you do with confidence, nobody will question you. That's it. Yeah. Those are the rules of life, everybody. You heard them here. The facts of life. You got to get them right. Out today, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Need for Speed Unbound, which I really want to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We got to talk about it. Give me the one the one sentence of where you're at right now with Need for mm-hmm. Speed Unbound. Uh, oh, man. I, I'm having a blast. That's all I'll say. Okay. I'm having a blast. Fantastic. Resident Evil Village, Winner's Expansion, coming to Switch. Callisto Protocol, uh, coming everywhere. <laughs> What, 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 what is it, what is it? I, just, <laughs> was it, was it the coming everywhere? It was the coming oh, everywhere. you fucking child. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I, and we're also coming hot off but of uh, yesterday, we're, uh, uh, Optimus uh, Prime. Optimus Prime saying, let them let come. Let them come. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Callisto Protocol coming everywhere except for the Switch. Uh, Broken Universe Tower Defense coming to the Xbox series of consoles. Uh, Dwarf's Adventure to PC. Intrepid Izzy on everything. Uh, Sakura Succubus 6 on Switch. <laughs> Serial M Ultimate on Switch. Sure, I'm going to need footage of Sakura Succubus 6. Absolutely uh, not. And Underwater Discoveries on PC. And then um, Super Kiwi 64 on PC and Switch. Barrett, I would like to see Super Kiwi 64. Because if these motherfuckers have the audacity to invoke the name of 64 oh, yeah, in yeah. their yeah. title. Have you seen footage of this yet? No. Okay. Is this a game this that was, was on N64? Because I never I heard of this. I think so. Oh, I got questions then. Oh, oh. this is way better than Sakura Succubus is six. <laughs> <laughs>
this lo- this looks like Banjo Kazooie for audio listeners, right? You're looking you're looking at a game that looks like an N64 game. Uh, there's collectibles and they're spinning like they would on the N64. That got such a very specific <laughs> yeah. thing there. And interestingly enough, right? Like the collectibles look like Banjo Kazooie shit, but like the levels actually look like some uh, like perfect dark type shit. Dude, show me the kiwi. But this is Banjo There's the kiwi. And there's the kiwi. He has a oh. backpack on. Oh my god. Oh shit, bless. This looks dope. <laughs> is this about to be a disruptor for game of the year conversation? Dude. What in the world? Hey man, it's coming to Switch. This is like this is like one of those ones where it's like if you ask me what kind of game I would make if I had the ability to make a game. It'd be oh, like dude, thing. I love that type of gameplay. Hold on. Yeah, this is a yeah, again, for audio listeners. Of, uh, Mario Odyssey, Tim. Yeah. When you take, uh, when you take over like that uh, enemy at the Bowser's Castle uh, level. Well, yeah. shit. For you know what I mean? I know what I'm like, this weekend. Dude, it's $2.99. Oh, Wait, really? Shit. It's $2.99 on the Switch. Oh, okay. Well, that's a steal. It's getting good reviews. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to yeah. leave because we got to go play Super Kiwi 64. Even the logo. These yeah, mo- they nailed it, actually. They nailed All right. it. All right. All right, listeners, go to the video. Check out what we're talking about. It's like you're playing as a little little bird creature, <laughs> a little kiwi. You're playing it as a kiwi. As a kiwi? As a kiwi. Uh, new dates for you. Saints Row 4. Uh, on PC will be upgraded to re-elected for free on December 8th, along with PC crossplay for Steam, GOG, and EGS. And Saints Row 4 re-elected will be free on Epic Games Store starting December 8th. It's a deal for you. Um, a little bit of your wrongs. Let's get in here. Let's see what we got wrong, which is actually factually impossible. Oh, Jesus, there's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's people come writing in some stuff here, including kebabs. Um, not saying we're wrong. Mainly saying we're right. The best verse in To Be a Master is good luck with muck and it's poison gas. One wrong move and it'll kick your grass. Whoa, they let that slide? Yeah, dude. Wow. So good. Carson so Everett was hardcore back in the day. Um, then we got a lot of soccer yeah. stuff. And I was saying Ghana made it to the quarterfinals in 2010, which I got, I got right. I know I asked for clarification, which is why you put that in there. A lot of people talking shit about fingerless clubs. And may I refer, for, refer. May I refer you to Johnny Lawrence? And you try to tell me that that motherfucker isn't cool as all shit. All right? By the way, did you You watch Creed? I did watch Creed. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that later. Jesus. Um, Stretch Caramel says orcas, poorly named killer whales, are part of the dolphin family. Ah, so I got it right. You got that technicality there. You got that technicality. Um Kebabs is also dolphins are whales. All right, let's take you back to kindergarten right. kebabs. Ridge, what, the K in kebab stands for kindergarten. The Ridge, B in kebab stands for baby. God, <laughs> kindergarten. The baby. A in the A in kebab stands for adolescent, and the second B stands for baby again. All right, kebabs. Get back in your fucking diapers and go to school. <laughs> whales are dolphins. Okay, so that might be factually correct. I actually don't know. Kindergarten baby, adolescent baby. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Ridge Racer One's not on PlayStation Plus. Thank you for that, Nano. Um. Pokemon Ruby came out in 2003. Yeah, you got that right. That's what you're right. Thank you. Bless uh, said that Insomniac revealed Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 back-to-back in the same showcase, but there was actually GT7 tra- a GT7 trailer sandwiched between them. You know what I mean. You know what he fucking you meant. You know what I meant. You know what he fucking meant, everybody. That's pretty much back-to-back. Who, everybody tuned out for that GT7 trailer. Come on. Back-to-back. Hey, GT7, man. That trailer, I think, you yeah, had moon over the castle. Don't talk shit. Don't talk shit about Free Willy in my house, and don't talk shit about. I literally can't. I've never seen it. I can't, I can't talk shit about Free Willy. You can't. The chat was talking shit. Get him out of your house, Tim. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Next week's hosts are Greg and me, then me and Mike, then Blessed me, then me and Mike, then me and Andy. Whoa, it's a heavy. A lot of me. 
Well, Wait, that's a Tim every single day. Goddamn. It's a Tim week, everybody, um, because Greg and Bless are going to be going down to the Game Awards while we stay here. Remember, we're doing our big ass live reaction to the Game Awards on Thursday, so come hang out with us. It's going to be an absolute blast. Can't wait to see what Jeff has cooking for us. But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.